And now, enjoy this free Jason Modcast show. It's a man out! A man out! You did it. Hello, <laughs> welcome to another edition of the it. Movie Madhouse. <laughs> nice try, Mike. Nice try. What? I know, i got to turn the volume on the clicks down. Yes. <laughs> so I'm Jason. I'm Rob. I'm Mike. Holy crap, that's way off. What do you mean? That's all out of order. Because I'm not sitting in the same spot. Baby's not in the corner. Uh, all right, he's going back next week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but my back's to the door. I'm thinking you guys got something. I don't know what you're talking about. Sneaking out or... Deadpool, maybe? Or ninjas or... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the littlest ninja over in the corner. <laughs> She's going to come over and... That'll be it. Right in the oh. small of the back because that's all she can Wait reach. No, there's probably going to be two guys. One with a baseball bat and then the other one to <gasps> throw. Oh, that would be so copyright. Wouldn't <laughs> it, though? You do what are talking d- about, right? Does Mike know... No. No? That means you did not watch The Walking Dead. Nope. Not yet. I was going to go home and do it uh, later. Oh. oh. Insane. All right. So it let's is... not spoil it for Mike. No. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'll just... Let's not spoil <laughs> it for Mike. I, all I'm going to say is the most adrenaline-filled season premiere they've ever had. All I'm going to say, Daryl dies. Daryl dies? No spoilers. Yeah. Nope. Riots everywhere. <laughs> Look, what? Riots everywhere. Oh, you haven't even watched the first episode, period. <laughs> Listen to this. Ryan, well, okay, on, on the on the plus side, I'm caught up on Sons, so yes. we can spoil the shit out of that. That was a wicked episode. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's just, that shit storm just keeps getting bigger and bigger. Yes, it does. <laughs> yes, it does. And I thought Lynn was finally toast. Oh, oh. so cool. The real police are showing up. <laughs> <laughs> Your real cops are coming. Uh, that's awkward. <laughs> oh, man. They didn't seem to mind. No, because it made it look like they had them all wrapped yeah. up uh, for Oh, thank Hey, backup. Sweet. Yeah. Yes. Well, yeah, just loving just how edge of the seat this season is so who's the link who's the sorry who's the uh the leak the leak how did lynn find out we already know oh jury you think so indian river yes when did that get said and didn't but that's my guess too (laughs) he took the body of what we assume was his kid out yep you know he dropped time to lynn had to be that's one thought and that's my strongest theory because, like they said, they kept saying twice or three times there, only us and Indian River or Indian Hills knew. And I'm thinking Lansky. Really? Yep. Lansky. Meyer? Meyer. Meyer. No, Lansky. the. Uh... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> You're mixing up your Jewish shit, man. That's right. <laughs> Hate when that happens. Are you, are you thinking Peter Weller? Yeah. Baransky. Baransky. Whatever. He, I, you know, he gives me that impression, yes. Because he's getting paid from all sides, kind of thing. But no. Well, okay. The fact that he capped that the the pawn pawn shop guy rather fast. Yeah, yeah. That's the biggest evidence. That him, yes. okay. That that is just really like Jack said. Well, I guess we're done questioning him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that okay. tells me he was getting far too close to uh, the, truth. the truth. He was spilling far too fast. Yes. That, and, okay. Uh, he I didn't did even not think like that. that. I didn't go that way, but now I can see it. Well, so okay, that that just tells you we're all wrong because 
they probably are not quite sure yet. So he might have a rough idea, but we're just kind of, if we're floating so many ideas whose we think we the, the link is, we could be way off. Base. That is true. I'm thinking now, now that you mentioned, okay, Bransky was that leak. Okay. When all is said and done and, you know, it, it went, when the, the club takes out land and whatnot and they think they're safe, that's when Jerry's going to come in with the blind side and take them. Uh, I don't know about that. Know. Oh, you know, well, it's gonna it's, it's going to come, it. but it's going to be at the wrong time for Drury, and then it goes real bad for him. You think so? Yeah, because he's going to think he's at the, the the opportune time, and it's really. I think this is when Juice rides in With on the Miles. Miles. Juice, yeah, Juice, and that man, he just can't. He can't he help himself. himself together, like wow. <laughs> well, well, I think Gemma was about to do him in. Yeah. Well, well but yeah, but not even before that. In the hotel room, oh, he's Asian. It had to be one of Lynn's guys. <laughs> well, no, no, no. Even the episode before that, when he's talking to nobody in the room, like the steam is coming out of the bathroom, and he's oh, that's right too. Like yeah, I gears thought, are slipping. Yeah. Because well, it, it Gemma's the same way when yep. she was talking to the crows. He keeps talking to Tara. So everybody is losing it. Even Abel is losing it. Oh, that was so creepy. Yeah. <laughs> All I could think of was look at the flowers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I know that mixes shows, but <laughs> I just had flashbacks. Oh, yeah. That was so creepy. He's standing there with that hammer. He's oh, going to kill Thomas. He's okay, going to come back been, as a walker. It would have been a lot better if he was standing over Chucky's body with the hammer. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> He was going to touch Thomas. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't even think Kurt would go that far. <laughs> oh. Well, I can't say that. Yeah. Well, okay, don't forget. This is a guy that they said, hey, tone the vinyls down for season two, and he ramped it up. <laughs> wow. Don't and, tell me what to do. And I keep throwing out the, uh, the, the gay shots at Tig. Mm. It's not gay. It's his interest in Venus. But no, yeah. uh, Chibs that actually said, you're so gay, but gay in the right way. Yeah. <laughs> I like that, that line. He goes, I'm going to take this food and shove it up his ass. And Jax goes, whoa, I was just going to go for a beatdown, but we can go this way. <laughs> Tig likes to think outside the box. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and in other boxes. Some guys are tough enough that they'll take the beaten. But uh, butt raping? <laughs> with that's a, another story. With a flute, nonetheless. Yeah. I was looking at that thing. Those valves stick out really oh, far. There's a lot of tearing going on. There's uh, ribs, and then there's that. Just happy. Just like, when Happy's standing in there, he goes, <laughs> okay. <laughs> He's one of my favorites. Oh, happy. Yeah. Oh, huge. <laughs> I can't wait for Tuesday. Yep. That's, my, my dad has been waiting. He's got them DVR'd. He wants to watch, like, six episodes at a time. Well, he's in luck. Uh, so Tuesday he's, six. Yeah, he's gonna start watching. Actually, he did watch the first episode. He got three quarters of the way through it, and my mom made him shut it off because it was just too much for her. Oh wow! <laughs> Woman, leave the room. <laughs> yeah. It's man time. <laughs> but uh, um, oh, sorry. I just say I got sent an email on Saturday from AMC saying, "Ooh, tomorrow is the premiere, but you can watch the first four minutes of the opening scene right now." Oh. So of course I did. And then more on me went, ah, at the end of it. Okay. <laughs> it basically, I'll tell you the first four minutes. Okay. It has them in the in the boxcar. Okay. That's where they left. 
Yeah. Right. At the end of the season. But see they're now. Messing, they're messing with the wrong people. Yeah. Right. But now people have gotten their belts off. They've shoved nails into them. They're wrapping them around their hand like a big punchy stick, right? Yep. The one guy broke off the top of his belt buckle, so he now has three spikes sticking up. Okay. And Rick is busy grinding this wood so he can take wood off of the the box car to use as yeah, a yeah. knife sharpened buttons between the fingers so then they hear the guys going up against the both ends don't mess around so they're standing by the door ready all of a sudden a thing pops open in the roof flashbang drops down inside <laughs> Poof, right so they kind of come back too and they're outside face down all zip tied and they're being dragged into this room where they see people getting cut up on tables oh, okay okay then they get dragged to this trough that they're basically put on their knees in front of and there's eight of them Okay. Yeah. And you got one guy sharpening a knife, and another one's just practice swinging with a baseball bat. <laughs> and they're kind of looking around, and there's background noise going on. It's about what they were talking about in the boxcar. Yeah. Right. The only one I really remember is Daryl saying, Best alive. Yeah. Okay. Then finally, the two guys walk down to the end of the road at the four nobodies, and the one guy gets behind the one with the baseball bat and swings right in the back of the head. And that's where that bit ends. Oh, okay. Okay. Now, to point out that guy. We saw him before. Did you recognize him? At that time, no. Hippie Sam. The episode when uh, oh, what's it? I'm drawing. Rick sent, uh, sends Carol on her way. Remember the two hippies that they met in the one house? Okay. There was a guy and girl, young. They were hippie-ish. And she ends up dying. She ends up getting caught by the walkers. And, and he disappears. He got, he got away. That's right. Hippie Sam. That he was the first victim. That's uh, I think his name's Robin Lord Taylor, Penguin on Gotham. Oh yeah. They brought him in for one day just to shoot that bit. No lines. They just brought him in. Whack you. Boom. Got, okay. Bye guys. Yep. <laughs> I watched I'm done. Talking Dead afterwards, and Greg Nicotero was on, and he mentioned that, and it's like I didn't even recognize him because he's got the short buzz cut blonde hair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that's your opening scene. All right. Okay. And. Uh, it goes up from there. Oh. My best bit, right at the beginning, like it's still in this opening scene. Yeah. Um, the one guy comes out that's keeping track of everything, takes down Rick's little gag and says, okay, we saw you out there. You buried a bag. Uh, what was in it? And he's not going to talk, so he's going to kill the guy next to him. And he goes, okay, there was AK-47s. There's a couple automatic rifles, you know, some night scopes, and a machete with a red handle. And that's what I'm going to kill you with. Oh. <laughs> okay. I was the best line. Yeah, <laughs> but um, even Xander and Tally, Tally's home for the weekend with the holiday and all. There was a great image of Carol when she's walking in, the walkers around her, you know, but then like the wind was kind of billowing. A great image, great image. This actually throws back. I think it's season two. Do you remember when Rick and Glenn put the guck on him? Season one. Was it season one? Season one. They put the guck on him to walk. Amongst the walkers. Oh, yeah. yeah right? Yeah. They throw back to that in here. Oh, okay. Which was nice because I'm thinking they haven't done that in a while. Yeah. You know, let's go for a stroll with Camouflage. the zombies. Camouflage. Yeah. Yes. Okay. We will stop talking yes. about this okay. now. I love this. We'll spoil the crap out of it for everybody else, but don't dare mess with it on our show if we haven't watched it. Yeah. Yes, but remember, you can hurt us. That is true. That's pretty much why I'm listening. <laughs> yeah. What are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> We're going to stop talking about it. That's right. So, movies. Mike. Yeah. What'd you see? Uh, this week, I watched, kicking off Scary Movie Monthly we did last week, uh, I ended up watching Beetlejuice. I saw those I clips. Saw, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, they said, I, I, I'm... Come for your daughter, Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else did I watch? Um, 
I went to find the thing on Netflix. Which one? It was the current one. Ah. Uh, and so I, I avoided it's, that one. It's good, yeah, but I it's not bad. I want. I know they had the the car, the Carpenter one on uh, Netflix before, and I was going to go back and I was going to face my fears and work my way through that one. But they didn't have it. They, they, they had taken it off. So I felt somewhat robbed. I'll lend it to you. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. And then um, I watched Hostel. Oh, yeah. Now, I like the first one. I don't think I ever watched the others. Eh, my Okay, my ob- observation with Hostel is that Hostel was the one that kicked off the torture porn yes. genre, right? Yes. It re- revamped it, yeah, because it was big during the 70s. Okay. True, yes. yeah, but it brought a modern, over-the-top gore factor. Oh yeah, I have to say wrong to that. Really? Because after watching it, I don't think you've seen it lately. No, I haven't. Watched See, it that's the, the thing. All, almost all the violence took place off camera. Really? Really? There are scenes like that in other movies. Yeah. I watched The Crow again for the first time. And again for the first time? Again for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> and there were spots in there where I could have swore I saw someone getting stabbed. But no, it was off screen. Off screen. Because, like, especially when he goes after Tintin. Yes. That and was it, one of the major scenes. Yep. yep. It's not a good day to be a bad guy. Yep. And it, you, you see the, and the coming down and that's it. And then the crow, they cut to the crow flying off. And then in the shop with Gideon, there's yep. a couple spots in there. I was positive I saw a knife hit, but no. No. So it, a lot of the stuff happened off camera and i'm going this is not how i remembered it and it it, it was just telling me sure you didn't watch like a tv edited version no 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 but like i can remember distinctly like the tendon cutting no 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 it's all implied and what you're remembering you okay when you're talking the achilles tendon cut okay he reaches down with the scalpel and you hear a snick snick and the guy screaming in the chair you do not see him touch him with that oh, scalpel. Is it just the after when he stands up and then when he stands oh, okay. up that's when you see okay. the cut um when the the japanese girl is sitting in the chair and he goes after her with the uh bolt the bolt cutters you do not see him cut her toe off okay it cuts away uh with the the hand drill when he's using the drill on him you see him walk up ring ring like this and then all it takes place off camera and now this is the kickoff to the torture porn. Everybody's freaking out about us. I'm going, wait, this is tame compared to some of the stuff that we used to now, see. Now they show it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it was all, not all, but heavily implied. And I'm just going, wait, like. But see, that's the. It threw the, me for a loop. That's the beauty of a movie like that when everything that you imagine going on on screen sticks in your head. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You know, yeah. now, and I like I I enjoyed the movie because it was original. The story of it mm-hmm. was original. Well, that's just the gore part is where they kind of lose me. But you know, I'm not a big fan yeah. of that. That that that's I, I during the height of uh, uh, the xenophobic American uh, time. Everybody's terrified. Uh, any American going abroad is going to be murdered horribly, uh, just like these teens. And that yes. is that's the storyline. A lot of these movies went on. Have I shown you my can, I'm Canadian T-shirt? 
I take it everywhere I go. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Italian, <laughs> it's got an opportunity to actually study in Europe. I'm, I'm sorry. Summer? Was I talking? I'm sorry. Was I talking? I thought you were done. Sorry. Oh, no, no. You weren't even looking at me. How do you know if I was done? T- I see what I have to do. Shut your own I'll be in my trailer. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm done. Go ahead. Are you sure? <laughs> no, I had nothing else. Okay. Oh, wait. No. No, go ahead. <laughs> Tally has the opportunity <laughs> to study abroad next next summer in Europe. Croatia? Uh, uh, no. Uh, Italy, Slovi- Italy. Slovakia? Maybe a little bit of Spain, France. Afghanistan? And, um, Afghanistan. I'm thinking of uh, <laughs> recommending that he watch Hostel before he goes. Yeah. I got an email for school in Afghanistan. 60% off. Uh, That's the school. Uh, Comedy flag? It went up. No, it didn't. <laughs> no, it didn't. We didn't see it. <laughs> it was implied. I, I, I saw where it was going to... Implied comedy flag does not yeah, count. No. Uh, and... Um, Speaking of the crow, I found a DVD four pack of all the crow movies. And oh, you just... put the first one in your machine and threw the box away. Nope, nope. You watched the other ones? No, not yet. But I'm one the, is the com- awesome. shut up. The completest <laughs> in me want, wanted to have the whole series. So uh-huh. you know, just like the human centipede, I watched the first one, then I had to watch the second one. The completest in me, go. What about the third? Not yet. Oh, okay. One is awesome. <laughs> two, too artsy for my taste. Now, I get confused as to which, which, okay, was Wicked Prayer. That's the one with uh, Eddie Boreanaz and Eddie Furlong? That looks to be number four. Was that four? Okay, yeah. then three was pretty decent. Okay. But four, yeah, that one with Furlong and Boreanaz mm. was just horrible. The anti-Star Trek. All the odd number movies are good in the crow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and... Dennis Hopper's in that one, and God, is it bad. Dennis Hopper. Do you not remember him from Blue Velvet? I've never Land of the Dead. Blue Velvet. What? Oh, Oh, believe me, I've got a long list of movies that I've always been afraid to watch, just because all afraid they were black and white, or B, they're just old, and I've grown to, you know, I need to watch these movies, and there, I my list is growing. Oh, do you know I've noticed about him? His voice is getting louder. Yeah. I've got his one-third less than ours. <laughs> and I have to keep turning it down because he talks over us. Yeah. <laughs> He's a compensator. I'm See? guessing. Yeah. Uh, and the last He's... thing that I saw, yeah, uh, I went to go see Dracula Untold today. <gasps> oh. Today? Yes. Uh, we saw it Friday night. Ah. Yes. How was it? I, dude, the you were there. <laughs> In the theater. Like, was it, how were the, was it a full theater or? Uh, I was. About uh, half? How was it when you were at the theater? Very few. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I thought we were going to have a pirating method here. It's like, mm. <laughs> 3D or? No. No. No? But there is some shaky cam that I wanted to throw my pop at the uh, the projectionist for. I thought, overall, the movie had an incredible story because it dealt yeah. a lot with fact from history. Yes. You know? And then it gets really dumb right at the end. What's the whole purpose of him taking on this task? Was to make sure his kid stays with him with his wife what does he do at the end he sends his kid away he had well he had to Mm -hmm. or he had to at the beginning and just avoid the war no 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 the whole (laughs) idea he he did not want to send his kid away at all right at the very end if he didn't send his kid away the kid would be dead just like that yeah so he had to see that was in in the whole story that I saw that was the only flaw that I saw was him his whole fight 
was to keep the kid there, and then at the end, he had to But he knew. He knew. Like, when you when he was surrounded, they were surrounded, there was no way that boy was getting out of there. Oh, no. So he saved the boy's life mm-hmm. by sending him away. Because at that point, too, he thought he was dead. Yes. Because of what he did next. Right. So, I guess. So, good? Not good? Very good. I mean, really I good. It. Yeah. Oh, yeah. and we also, remember we were... You were talking, there was speculation about uh, Tywin Lannister not being dead from the crossbow bolt, crossbow bolt shots. Yeah. We find out why. Okay. He's the guy that turned the guy into the vampire. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So he's a vampire. Yeah. Yeah. Tywin Lannister is actually a vampire. Yep. Oh. Which, if you go back to old myth, those were wooden crossbow bolts. That shit is not in the heart. Oh, that is true. Right? Yeah, in the stomach, and then stomach there's one the off wiener. on the side. Yeah. yeah. <gasps> oh. So he missed him. That's right. So he must have become Tywin after he got out of the cave. Yeah. Or well, New we're identity. not quite sure of the timeline. True. But see, when he became that creature, he was stuck to the cave. He went into witness protection. Well, you don't know. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that could be it. The Lannister witness protection. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> but it, it was is really good to actually see the. Backstory because all the Dracula movies we were told um, we not we did not get to see who made Dracula a vampire. Well, this tells the story. Of some that. of the myths always said he became a vampire because of the cruelty imposed upon others. That it was a curse. Yeah, that's where some of the stories. Yeah, went. it's nice to see this story. He chose this kind of thing. Yes. Slightly, yes. Well, okay. He he was talking about in the the backstory as. Um, when he was a child, he was sent away to the Sultan, the Janissary the Army. Turks. Yeah, to the Turks. And then he fought for his freedom somewhere along the line. He impaled a fuck ton of people. Oh, no. Uh, and see, that's where it, it pulls heavily from history, except they omitted his brother. Uh, when they were young, his father died, and both he and his brother were sent to live with the Turks. Yeah. Okay? The Turks are a vicious, vicious group back then. His brother embraced it. He took it on. That's why I think... The guy that's leading the Turks mm-hmm. is a reference to his physical brother. Okay. Okay, I can see that. Yeah. So he went through the whole thing. What he was doing was trying to protect the people uh, yes. when he impaled an entire village. He put them up on spikes. Just to protect you. Here, take a stick up the butt. Well, just like he said to Tywin in the cave, the guy says, How can you want to save a life when you took all those? He goes, Taking those lives also protected 10 other villages. That didn't have to experience it, so they tried to make him a compassionate person. Okay. Well, said after, after the storyline is once he impaled all those people, he put away his armor. He put away the impaler part of who Vlad Tepes. As soon as he got back to Romania, it was done. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Then he said he he found founded his kingdom, and they they enjoyed ten years of prosperity and peace, and then all of a sudden the Turks show back up. We need a thousand kids. Yep. Oh, and yours. <laughs> oh, yeah. So that—that's when Vlad went. Ain't happening. And thanks for playing. Yeah, he physically said it. Homie, don't play that. Right on the screen. Crazy. <laughs> he did too. <laughs> we heard it. Was it translated in Romanian? You were going to get popcorn. It was. Don't worry about it. <laughs> it, was. <laughs> it was. It uh, was. He said it. Homie, don't play it. But they had the Russian, the Roman translation along the bottom. Romanian. Yes. What did I say? Roman. Roman. The Roman translation. <laughs> Holy crap, we're bouncing in history. Oh, yeah. And what about, because the trailers make it look, what about the visuals? 
Awesome. Nice. Yeah, really the nice. The bat effects and all that. That was really cool. When he when he first discovered that he could do that. Yeah, he was running. He was, he was because he saw, uh, heard, saw and heard some explosions in the distance. And he started running towards it. He kind of tripped over a log. And, and boom, boom, he turns into all these bats. And he kind of stopped and he goes. Yeah, because he, he turned into the bats and then all of a sudden <laughs> reformed. And it's like, whoa. whoa <laughs> so then he started really doing comedy. it again. Well, it was it was, okay, it was a comedy, a little comedic aside. Yeah. Like it because is. it was like a real fast, kind of like, what the heck? And then, oh, and he took but off see, again. he almost did that every time he discovered something he could do. Like, Some new trick. Okay. Yeah. When, he, when they were actually watching people or looking, you see them in heartbeats. Yeah. Like an echo, like an echolocation kind of thing from the bats. Yeah, well, he's occupied. Yeah, we'll just talk amongst ourselves. I'm listening. It, it's, it sounds the visuals lived up to what the hype. Yes. I like this. We're talking about visuals, and he's not looking at us. Yeah, but look, it's really sound. You, you, <laughs> audio podcast. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. You know what I mean about the shaky cam when he first fights the uh, the guys that are bombing his castle. Oh, when he's out there. When he's out there by himself fighting everybody, and it's it's the it gives the the illusion of speed and kinetic action just hold the damn camera steady because this guy's moving fast enough and he he trashes an entire army was there ten thousand people yeah with swords he's pulling out a guy's body and it's it, it's it's dracula versus ten thousand they men. had one little screw up in there i think and that's when he was doing that particular part of it. He just reminded me because he grabs these swords and he swings, right? Mm-hmm. But then he bursts into bats when someone swings at him. And then he reforms and he still has the swords in his hand and kills someone. Because I wasn't sure if I caught that. But then I watched it from that point on. He doesn't do that anymore. Technically, yeah. those swords would have dropped. But yeah. Throw them up and catch them? He should have. That would have been awesome. <laughs> well, he, he was doing some pretty cool uh, sword handling stuff. Oh, yeah. So, I like, the costuming in this, uh, from an SCA perspective, some of the costuming is stunning in this thing. Oh, yeah. I don't know exactly how period it is. I'm not sure either. And, like, it, but it, it looks so it's good. It's really, really nice-looking stuff. Again, a lot of people in the SCA in armor fighting will go bonkers about the lack of effective armor that everybody wears like i'm looking at this and going why does that guy not have a face shield on or where's the uh, neck protection and stuff like this i'm going doesn't look good on camera well that's the thing yeah. you said you can't if you're paying if you're paying big bucks for certain actors you can't hide the face you know that's oh these weren't even people that no these were just people. names no 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 who Exactly. Why don't we just get her a microphone? Because she doesn't want to talk into it. Oh, okay. She'd rather yell at us. <laughs> Give her like a remote <laughs> mic that she can just push to talk. You know? No. No. Oh, no, that's an even worse idea. Well, we <laughs> didn't want to give you a mic, period. We're not giving her one of those. But <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I liked it. Uh, I did too. It, it, it's fitting in nicely with the October season of the scary. I, I was kind of the end after the the big battle and i'm going wait a minute this ends the storyline and then i just kept watching it oh okay yeah now yeah. you get a little shot of igor yeah that's <laughs> awesome and then okay. well you Master. also get to see uh uh the story the, the link between dracula and tywin we never really did get to hear that guy's name did we i don't remember it if we did no. There was, was the monster in the cave. Yeah. So 
the guy that turns Dracula into a vampire is bound to this cave. And the only way he can get out of this cave is once Dracula feeds. So he Dracula was doing his best to avoid feeding as long as he could until it came to the absolute second that he had to do it. And he ended up doing it, and Tywin gets free. He's listed as Master Vampire. That's it. That's it, yeah. He doesn't have a name. No. So after that... You you flash forward to the present, and you see Dracula walking through a marketplace, and he he sees what he thinks is the re, 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 or reincarnation of his wife at a marketplace. Mina. Yeah, and he starts talking to her, and all of a sudden you see the clawed hands of Tywin tapping on the table. He gets up. Now the game starts. Yes. Huh. And that's a reference right back to the beginning. Because uh, uh, Vlad says, this is not a game. He goes, oh, this is so a game. You know, let's see if you can last three days without drinking. Okay. So then at the end, Mehmed, the guy that's his brother. Yeah. Do you realize who that is? No. Dominic Cooper. Oh, really? Howard Stark. Oh, okay. I did not recognize him. I didn't know. No, I I didn't recognize him at all. Because that was a wicked fight at the end. Yes, it was. Because they brought the whole uh, pure silver is bad for vampires, like it burns. Where True Blood tried to pull it back too, yep. and they're fighting in a room, and it's covered in silver coins Ooh. with bags of silver hanging from the uh, the, the ceiling of the tent. Wicked so, fight! Very was, wicked was, fight. There was a neat twist. This this is going back to vampire mythology, the way it should be done. No sparkly ass vampires. This is well, a badass. Vampire. Honestly, I think they're about ninety percent there. Okay. Vampires are evil. They're bad, okay? The vampire game that we played turned them into anti-heroes. That was fun, but that's not a vampire. But they have to do that to sell the merch. Oh, true. So you... Yes and no. 30 Days of Night. That is an anomaly. Right, but it's an awesome anomaly. It is an awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, uh, this is the last thing I need to know in order to entirely sell me on it. What about sunlight? Burns. Oh, does it ever? Big time. Okay. I'm, then I'm in. Yeah. I'm in. That yep. worries me when they... Oh, no, no. The one guy cut open this thing because he's a priest. He recognized what Vlad was doing. Cut open this thing well, he, and the sun a, came a, in. Uh, a solid silver sword. And even the reflection of the sun off the sword affected Vlad. Wow. Yeah. So he cut open the wall and the sun comes in and I'm going, yes, disco lights. <laughs> no. Ooh. He starts skin fil- flaking and... Yep. Huh. Yeah, cool. Real so vampire. even like even that the the silver ring that he was wearing. Yeah, as soon as he turned, it started to burn into his chest or his yep. finger. Wow! So cool. then he wore it on a string around his yep. neck. I'm looking forward. I got to try and catch it. Mm. It was. I, it's a good Halloween. Another good Halloween movie. I, I, like I said, Annabelle really knocked it out of the park. Oh, I also found the the Conjuring for eight bucks on a discount nice. rack. So oh, night Blu-ray. Yes, sweet. Yep. And now, a word from our sponsors. Before 1971, a young S. Sadie Burbank could only imagine a simple American life as a loving wife and mother. That was her goal when she first married in 1959 at the age of 18. But with the wild social revolution of the 1960s, Burbank's idea of a perfect life would quickly change as she left behind her family to begin a new existence of her own. 
Her journey would find her on a plane headed toward her new lover, Steve, who was halfway across the world, waiting her arrival in a small bush camp in the country of Liberia. Once there, Sadie is greeted with a fascinating, strange world and plunges herself into the exotic land of the bush. But less than six months later, Sadie would realize all was not as it seemed, and Steve was not the man she fell in love with. Burbank found herself desperately seeking escape from the camp and her lover as she raced back to Robertsfield Airport, literally running for her life. Based on an unbelievably true story by S. Sadie Burbank, Red Hills, Green Vines, and Dried Monkey Meat for Dinner is a manuscript of Burbank's adventurous and deadly experience during a time filled with sex, drugs, and murder. Now available in paperback and hardback. For more information, log into www.redhills.us. Are you looking for a new book, comic, or apparel from your favorite MythWorks or independent creators? Then you're in the right place. Introducing the all-new redesigned MythMart store. Now bigger, badder, better. Sign up and become a member and receive 10 to 50% off on selected items. Get the all-new Terry D. Shearer's Bloody Hell t-shirt, or non-members can pick up one of our e-books for only $4.95. Or go into the past and relive the 90s with MythWorks Comics Classics for $3.99. The new MythMart. Bigger, badder, better. Visit MythMart at www.mythworks.com slash MythMart. Or find us on Facebook for extra savings. Do you own a business or have an item you want to sling? Do you want a chance to reach potential customers? Do you want to make some extra cash? Then here's your chance. For $50, you can have a one to two minute commercial featured on each of our shows for an entire month. With six shows a week, that's only $2.09 per podcast. Plus, for an extra 10 bucks, your item will be placed into MythMart. So sit back and relax as they handle all stages of transactions. Contact our ad department at info at jaysamon.com. And another one, <laughs> the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. Oh, I can't watch that. Too scary. It is terrifying. I'd rather watch Hostel. <laughs> <laughs> My Linus moment. <laughs> <laughs> that is a sweet. We actually did that as a play way back in the long ago when I was young. Oh, nice. Yeah, that would have been a good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, did Shakespeare direct? No, oh. no, no. James Wan. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Kept having people come up behind me doing that. It's like, what the hell? Let's get this idea. That's totally going to work someday. All right, what'd you see? What about you, Rob? You watch anything else? Uh, Dracula Untold. That's it? (laughs) It's Sons. And and your documentary. Walking Dead. Oh, yes. I finally got the final rough cut put together. And it looks fantastic. Only took two weeks. Oh, I was so mad because I was getting it all done. I had it practically done. 
do what they call an audio and video mix down, turns all these little clips into one big long clip, right? right? So you can start playing with it. Did the uh, video mix down, turned out beautiful. Did the audio mix down, took six tracks of audio, turned it into two, which is weird because it was all background noise. So when people are hitting each other with swords, you hear the shields and then silence and then some more and then silence like son of a, I had to recut the entire audio track. Ooh. I was not a happy camper. Command Z. <sighs> no. Effing throw. <laughs> <laughs> so I recut it, got it all put back together, sent it in last night, and got my feedback today. So now I start the final touches. There you go. There you go. Short list. Really? Short list, yep. Relatively. Yeah. Uh, five. Well, that is kind of short for him. Yeah. Um, TV must have broke. All, ah. all of them are rewatches. One has been a very long time. Though. The Condemned. The so Condemned. Cold on the oh, island. yeah. Oh, that's, that's a one. sweet one. I thought it was good. It's a great, just brutal action flick. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it always, always puts a smile on my face. Kind of reminds me of um, uh, Battle Royal. Yes. Definitely some elements there. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I like they said. Remember, just going through the store when I was picking up the other ones, I, I saw Battle Royal sitting on the uh, the rack, and then I had Mags with me. I go, see this movie right here? This is the thing that uh, the Hunger Games grew out of. Yep. But this one is much, 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 much more violent. Very much. <laughs> she goes, nice. what? Really? That's when I got to rewatch. Yeah, that was a good one. Um, just love that one. Here's a little bit of trivia on that. I just pulled up. Uh, Steve Austin and Vinnie Jones, I guess, played tricks on each other. <laughs> At one point, Austin put inflatable sex dolls in Vinnie's trailer <laughs> and then took 50 autographed pictures of himself and stuck them up all over the walls. <laughs> um, I rewatched uh, the animated Batman Dark Knight Returns. That's a good one. Yes. There's no better Batman story. Ever, no. Period. And if they even can just catch a, just a little bit of the elements... Of the Batman and Superman dynamic for Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice, they are going to nail that movie out of the park. I, 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 after seeing the animated one, I am really, really leery of how they're going to do the live action of that. Like, it was so, it took so long from the graphic novel to the animated, the animated one was so such a really well done pull from the uh, the graphic novel. I don't know if they were going to be able to catch that um, that feeling that that specialness because the the animated one was almost lifted right out of the graphic novel, and they just made it motion com- like a, a motion comic, and I'm just going. I don't know. I I don't know. Yeah. I'm nervous about that. Like I have not a stake in the world in this, but it's just like no, you do because it's Batman. It's it, it's yeah. ours, you know. Well, it, it coming off the Nolan Batman, Batfleck has such a big a big set of shoes to fill. Really big. And yeah, he does. It, it, it's it's. That's the nervous part of that. And then you look at them going, hey, Jason Momoa is going to make a great Aquaman. <laughs> and you're going, what? <laughs> and, and you just... And isn't Wonder Woman's costume awesome? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just... Hopefully they've gone back to the drawing board on that part. I don't know. They have not. I don't know. But I would, I would think by the reveal being so far in advance, I would think that 
they're going to surprise people, I think. Uh, you got to hope that they, they, they have to have their finger on the pulse. They know that a lot of people did not like it. Okay. So you don't still give it to the people when you know that they don't, they're not going to like it. That's never stopped them before. I was just going to say, if they have their finger on the pulse, they have their finger on the pulse of a Walking Dead character. Okay. Only because as soon as Ben Affleck was announced, people freaked out. Have they changed that? No. As soon as Jeff, uh, Jason Momoa was announced, people freaked out. <laughs> have they changed Justifiably that? Justifiably so. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, I have high hopes. I, I okay. really have high hopes. I, I would love to see a Justice League movie. I really would. I want to see their ver- DC's version of the Avengers. But the casting of the JLA is suspect as all hell. Now... In Jason's defense, I guess. <laughs> Michael Keaton was cast as Batman and people freaked out. Yep. He was cast more to be Bruce Wayne. Right. But and because in that one, you you went a long time in that movie before you even saw Batman. Mm-hmm. But see, they did the same thing with Bale in Batman Begins. Yeah. You didn't see Batman until over halfway through the movie. Because it was the origin story. Right. But they got Bale to play Batman or Bruce Wayne. Yeah. And he did a kick-ass Batman. They did that he with did. with um, Keaton as well. You see Batman in that one much sooner than you do in Batman Begins. And he well, pulled it off. Other than the fact his neck was broken and he couldn't turn it. <laughs> you <yeah>. know? <laughs> he pulled off Batman, yeah. you know? Uh, okay. Don't know why I defended him there. Just, I don't know. Can you Something edit that can... out? No. Damn it. <laughs> uh, next one I watched... Such a fun movie. I want them to do another one. 18. Really? Yes, I loved it. I loved it. It so felt like a big screen version of the TV show. I thought everybody had their, their played the characters perfectly. And yes, of course. Charto Copley. <laughs> he's that's a great Murdoch. You didn't see that right as soon as he said 18. Oh, as soon as yeah. he said, I went, oh, that's why. Yeah. from the first time you meet him and he's stitching a lightning bolt on B.A.'s arm. Did you ask him to do a lightning bolt? No, why is he doing a lightning bolt? I smell gasoline. Is that you? No. Um, to me, that one, I, I watched it on pure nostalgia. So did I. I went and to the theater. I, uh, and... You went to the theater watching? I did so. Oh, you poor sucker. I didn't mind it in the theater. It was cool on the big screen. Lots of big explosions. Well, it's like a Michael Bay movie. Big pretty lights. Yeah. Yes. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> now, uh, to me, it was, I I did run it, and I watched it, and I went, okay, I'm done with it. I, I, I have too many fond memories of the TV version of the A-Team. I just couldn't get into... That the, the the theatrical version and see now even in the theater it was the explosions and the action were awesome but when it died down the the lady in front of me must have hated me because I got licking my finger and stick it in her ear I was bored <laughs> senseless <laughs> you know? I don't I don't get it it's I love it it's a great action movie it's a lot of fun I really think they they caught that feeling mm. from the TV show it was all there see, in high school I watched it. All the time. Yep. In high school, there was a bunch of us. There was four of us. We even had, we, we were the A-team. There was me, there was my cousin Pete, there was my friend uh, Dale, and there was my buddy Jerry. Jerry was B.A. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my cousin was Face. Yeah, he had all the girls bastard. See? So we felt the, we lived the A-team. We just didn't have that van. We had a Chevette. Close Not enough. quite the same thing. Well, 
this is suspension of disbelief. You'd be. Uh, you'd oh be, yeah, that's why I went to the movie. Exactly. <laughs> Where's the Chevette? Damn it! And right there, that's Did you paint it black? No, it was it was shit brown. In the movie, oh. Murdoch squashes the van, and he's responsible for BA's uh, fear of flying. It's that was brilliant, brilliant, brilliant is an awfully. I love that. It's just, it's, I'm just I'm okay. You I you love it, but I'm just saying brilliant is an awfully bold word to be using for that. Uh, this brings all of his, you know, previous. Choices and opinions into suspect. Uh, yeah. My choices are always suspect. I'm <laughs> here on this show. Yeah, but uh, this is just another reason. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Two left. Uh, the next one, which there is a sequel coming for, and I am anxious for it. Dumb and Dumber. Troopers. Yes, I did see that. I haven't seen that. You no? haven't seen? Oh, no. it's friggin' hilarious. Yeah. It is the the Broken Lizard crew. Uh, They're messed up. Oh, it, it is it is fantastic. Well, see, when I first saw it and I saw the trailers, I'm going, okay, this is either going to be good or it's going to be so stupid, it's going to hurt my head. So I didn't watch it right away. Now I want to watch it. You know, it's, yeah, it is really really funny. They're just they're the total rejects, and it but it works and. There's so much silliness going on. Uh, little games that they play. A friend stuff. of mine on the chat on police force. I go, what's policing more like? Is it more like training day? Or is it more like Super Troopers? He goes, it's more like Super Troopers. <laughs> <laughs> That's sweet. That's so, <laughs> uh, which one of them was wearing the, the bulletproof cup? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I'd be wearing. <laughs> oh, but Hit me that, in the chest. I don't care. Don't touch me there. It is. I, I love Super Troopers. It's, it's so fun. They, it's just. It's good, silly, our comedy. And it. It's it's a fun movie to watch. I would give it a good honest watch. Give it a good honest. There we go. There I'm go. sold. <laughs> and lastly, a rewatch because I have not seen it since it first came out. We talked about it a few weeks ago. Twelve Monkeys. Oh, oh yes, yeah, yeah, much yeah. better this time around. Yes, man, is that a phenomenal movie? Pitt is amazing. Yep. Okay, he's back to good standings now. Yeah, <laughs> right, Pitt. Wow. Just, I've I'm, I'm still not over the the not watching Blue Velvet though. It's on the list. It's on the list. I'm not seeing it. No, it's on the list of, that I have to watch. Oh. Where is that list? Not on there because I don't have enough storage. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just one line, everything I haven't seen. Yeah. Well, you, know, every, <laughs> there's, you know, I had I was having a conversation with uh, my dad's friend, and he's trying to track down some old, like, John Wayne stuff. And, but, and he's telling me, but, you know, I got to watch that. Oh, I, I should watch that. So yeah. I got a bunch of those. You know, now that... Since I watched uh, It's a Wonderful Life back at Christmas, I, I, my f- fear, if you will, for lack of a better term, of like old black and white movies, I got to get. Pa- I'm past that. I need to. I need to watch them. Some of the some of the most classic cinema out there is these black and white. You have to give them. You have to give them their due. Like when I watched Rebel Without a Cause at the uh, the theater, it came in. Oh, it's so. Like, even without color, uh, James Dean's, his acting, like, I didn't see the black and white. I saw the acting. Mm-hmm. And it was such a, a phenomenal story. The black and white is just the medium that they had to do, to use. It, it shouldn't scare or terrify anybody. Like, um, okay, the Marx Brothers. Well, see, sometimes they use that black and white to scare well, okay, when you want to get artistic, 
that's like nowadays when you get artsy, you go to black and white. Yeah, I'm even just referencing those like Psycho. Okay, yeah. they used the black and white of clerks. Well, well, okay. Yeah, that was scary. okay. That was a problem of finance. Is that what it was? That's what it was because color film cost too much. Oh, I, I see. I thought that was an artistic. No, no, no. You, really? Do you think at that well, point in time when guys, he made guys, that clerk, you're both right? It was an artistic decision of financial impact. Okay. You just don't want to talk with Kevin Smith movies. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just found a, a way to bring it both together. That, that was pretty damn awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's much more expensive. Yeah, you know, I, I when I was first getting into the film, like I'm talking way back in the long ago, I think we had just met. Yep, um, I was actually pricing it out, and there's like a seventy percent difference. Really? You know, if black and white film is ten bucks, this one over here is seventy. Yeah, and it's like, ooh, well, that big thirty-five millimeter. Well, okay, a roll thirty my thirty-five millimeter camera. We'll see. That's film just it. Cost. It's it's not so much the film cost. Processing. It's the processing and it's the chemicals. Um, a, there is a, a bit of difference in the black and white film as opposed to the color film, just in what it can accept. Okay, but the majority of it falls on the processing side of it because black and white film you can do in a dark room with a red light on. Okay, but color now in the digital, anything digital. Oh, well, digital is on the computer. Right, doesn't matter. So that wouldn't, wouldn't I don't think it would make a difference thing. now. But no, I don't know for sure. Well, Never looked okay. into it. The the digital technology, the digital turnover that changed a lot of things. That that red epic camera is the biggest thing you can do. And all you have to do is program in black and white. Boom, like this. So you're going to get 1080p black you and white. You can do it in editing. You can do it in editing. True. Yeah, like I can um, take everything that I did for the SCA. Yeah. In my Avid, I can turn it all black and white. You know, so. Yeah, I, looking at it that way, I don't think there's any price difference now in the digital age. I would not in the so. digital. Well, I, I think the quality of the camera is the the it's, benchmark now. Yeah, and see, it's all the the memory. It's how much memory you use to store the information. Yeah, yeah. If you use one meg for a, a chunk as opposed to 15 megs, obviously the 15 megs is going to be far more detailed yeah. because you're using more information to store. So... Well, uh, the camera is important. I think it's more the storage. When I when I videotaped an SCA event, I had turned the quality up mm-hmm. on the shot, and it made the files huge. Oh yeah. So that tells me when you bump up your quality of the input, your files become gigantic. Just look so it doesn't matter storage wise. You're gonna you're gonna use that much storage anyways. But if you shoot at 1080p, you're going to have you're gonna need terabytes of storage. Well, no, because there's degrees of 1080p depending on your megapixels. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's slight. Yeah. But if you look at a picture, we take one picture and it's 10 megabytes. Okay. We now turn around and bump it up to a one meg picture. The detail in that picture is going to be astronomical. You'll see the pores on people's faces. Yeah. Especially when you blow it up. Okay. So, again, this, I, I know you said storage isn't important. It's huge because if you only have one terabyte to play with as opposed to 10 terabytes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Again, you're right, though. It is the 1080p. It's a lot of the stuff that I've seen actually now in Bell Canada does this. It drives me insane. Rent a pay-per-view on demand, whatever oh, they call yep, them. Yep. HD. No, it's not. It's 480. No, it's 720p. Okay. Do you know P and I, what they stand for? 
Uh, not exactly. I know there's a big difference between P and I. Oh, there is. Um, your screen is constantly refreshed with lines of information. Right. Okay. I stands for interlaced, which means they refresh every other line. P means progressive. Every line is refreshed. Okay. Okay. So obviously the P will give you the more detail. Right. Bell Canada puts all their HD stuff on 720p. If you're watching it on HD, okay, they think you're pirating the 1080p because I had my TV hooked up. Okay. I had a little TV in the bedroom, just run off with an RCA cable, you know, and rented Ted. My TV went blank. Boom. The TV in the bedroom kicks on. What I used the to hell? When I lived at this house over in Taylor, cause I did that where I branched off the two TVs. Yep. So I called him up, said WTF, you know, and <laughs> welcome to Bell Hawking. WTF? Yeah. Oh, you again? Yeah. <laughs> and they said, "Oh no, no, because our movies aren't uh, 1080p; they're 720." I said, "But it says HD." He goes, "Oh, that's still categorized as HD." Yeah, 720 is HD. All right. I said, "Well, why isn't it showing on my TV?" And it says, "Oh, if you go through the HDMI cable for pure HD, we think you're you're pirating." Oh, what? I know. That doesn't make sense. Nope. I said, okay, thank you. Click. Yep. And Hello, I've never rented Kojiko. one since. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I still got them. Yeah. But never rented another one since. Right. Whatever she said. Yeah. I just smile and nod. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know what Netflix does. Um, for HD wise, uh, it is HD. Some of the, like uh, it's probably seven twenty because I know I've gotten a bill before I switched over to a, a uh, an unlimited data plan. Oh yeah, because they're like, whoa, wait a minute, I burned through all my data already. And yep, <laughs> we had one hundred twenty five gigs. We watched. I watched two seasons of Homeland. She watched a season of Vampire Diaries, and I think we watched a couple movies, and we were already over. Yep, one hundred twenty five gig. <laughs> my household, which is essentially a two-family household, and the denizens of the upstairs live on Netflix. 300 gig cap, and they almost burst past it on the 10th of the month. Oh, yeah. yeah it ain't, yeah. It ain't hard to do. <laughs> yep. Yeah. It's, it, you, you really got to watch that. And I said I was talking to some friends of mine. They are getting ready to switch over to Netflix. I go, okay, how are you, how are you getting your Netflix? They said like, through a PS3. I went, okay, um, you really need to watch your data plan then because they broadcast in HD and it just chews your data to pieces. Oh, yeah. And oh, okay. Regular definition, one movie is a gig and a half to two gigs. And that's a regular movie? A regular movie. 700 told, megabytes. I was told when, uh, when it's streaming, it can be... Oh, when you're streaming it? Yeah. yeah. Netflix is streaming. It's, it's yeah. streaming. So that's a gig and a half. And that's every time you click on it. So if you watch it, halfway through, and then you come back to it the next day, it's downloading it again. Yep. That's another gig and a half, again, for the same movie. Oh, the yeah. best reference I've ever been told is when you're streaming anything, every hour is roughly a gig. Yep. So if you're watching an hour and a half, that's a gig and a half. Yep. If you're watching two hours, that's two gig. Mm-hmm. So 125 hours, and I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> that's a solid week at work. No that doubt. With James Franco, wasn't it? That's 127 hours. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you watch This Is The End? Come on. Oh, man. <laughs> I love this. I want to watch that again. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. That's funny That's as hell. Yeah, I got to see that. The Apocalypse? Yeah. Yep. I got yeah. the Blu-ray, and it's actually got the short that they based it oh, on. Oh, they did? Nice. Yes. <laughs> 
Jay and Seth versus the apocalypse. <laughs> but it's weird. It's a short and it's all, it's really dark. Like they tried to do it real. Yeah. You know, it's only like 10 minutes long. Did though. you like that picture I posted? I sent to you on Facebook? Yes. Yes. Okay. The Wade and Silent Boba. What? Yeah. It's, somebody had taken a picture. It, it, they've taken Jay and Silent Bob. They made Jay Deadpool. And uh, Silent Bob is uh, Boba Fett. So oh, it's Wade and sweet. Silent Boba. <laughs> he pretty much is, too. You know? <laughs> yeah, that was, that was good. I, like okay. I think I sent you something, too, didn't I? Picture? Mm, okay. I think. Okay. No, I can't remember. <laughs> it's possible. No, he, he only likes me. Oh, it was the uh, Sons of Anarchy starter kick picture. I don't remember that. It was it, it was a sign. It said on um, so, uh, like a, at a motorcycle dealership. Said buy a motorcycle, get a gun. <gasps> That's right. Yes, I remember that now. That <laughs> somebody somebody put the caption. Oh, look, the Sons of Anarchy starter kit. <laughs> yep, I did like that. <laughs> Got to go get my motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so that's it for. Yeah, that's that, my list. Twelve monkeys. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Last one. Yep. I only watched one movie and then that documentary. I don't think it counts when it's your own. Uh, no. No. Okay. No. All right. for you? Uh, sure. Yeah, all right. I got a new phone. Oh, yeah, you iPhone junkie. <laughs> Bow down, bitches. Uh, still better than you. Don't even try. <laughs> I'm not saying it's better, but mine does everything I need it to. I don't need a new one. I'm good. I don't. Hey, okay. If you, I'm only, I'm I, I, I understand if you feel like feeling inadequate, but that's okay. Jason, if, you, oh, okay. if your battery starts to get low, you're welcome to use any of my adaptable chargers that will fit your de- device as well. Okay. <laughs> oh, wait, Mike. Sorry. You don't get to use mine because Apple's stupid. Uh, <laughs> you know what? Okay. Okay. But what? <laughs> oh, you stupid iPhone person, too. <laughs> so you're the odd man out. I thought you had a Galaxy. No, it's 5S. I'm only a year behind now. Wait a minute. What? Oh, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> See this empty hand? It's all the fucks I don't give. Yeah. Right there. <laughs> <laughs> Let's try some news. Yes. American Leonardo- Hustle 2? No. Or Wolf of Wall Street 2? No. Leonardo drops out of the Steve Jobs biopic. Oh. Yes. Try another one? A real one. Yeah. Uh, Ben, Matt, and Christian Bale are on the short list of replacements. Uh, It's been expected that DiCaprio would agree to reunite with Bull for the first time since the beach. You're thinking Ashton Kutcher, aren't you? Yeah, I refused to watch it because I heard... So did a lot of... Everybody refused to watch it. (laughs) Okay, so that's why. Yeah, that's why. Ashton Kutcher? Really? I watched the... uh, I think it was Funny or Die or College Humor, the... It's like a oh, five-minute short film. The Justin Long the one? Justin Long yes, one. That, that was was good. That was better yes. than... That was m- more well-received than the Ashton Kutcher yes. theatrical fiasco. Well, it says here, it's scripted by Aaron Sor- Sorkin. Uh, the film will be broken down into three real-time scenes, each set before the launch of a major Apple product. David Fincher had initially been slated to direct the film, with Bale having uh, his personal choice to take the role. Except Boyle to push for a replacement to be named sooner rather than later, with Bale potentially back in the frame over the next coming weeks. So Christian Bale's looking like the one. I can see that. He'll uh, he'll go crazy cutting weight and 
Get down to Steve Jobs' size. And mm-hmm. He could do it. He could, yeah. Just watch The Machinist. <laughs> <laughs> and now Bradley Cooper's back out. And this is the first trailer for Clint Eastwood's American Sniper. Ooh. Let's take a look. Eventually. Eventually. Yep. Hello. Here we go. That's going to be really loud when he pulls the trigger. No, that's colored. It's your angle. I got a military age male uh, on a cell phone watching the convoy over. If you think he's reporting troop movement, you have a green light. Your call, over. Maybe he's just calling his old lady. <laughs> he stepped off. Oh, Hold on, I got a woman and a kid 200 yards out. Moving towards the convoy. Her arms aren't swinging. She's carrying something. Yeah, she's got a grenade. She's got an RKG Russian grenade. She's saying to the kid. You say a woman and a kid? You got eyes on this? Can you confirm? Negative. Your call. trailer yeah. holy cow that that looks good wow. that looks really good the tension <laughs> no kidding i don't know if he shot him or not yeah that's the idea amazing trailer holy cow clint, East, like, clint eastwood can direct the fuck out of a movie so december 25th son of a bitch yeah merry christmas to me i'm going to see it i think so <laughs> holy smokes that looks good. American Sniper. That's, I like Bradley Cooper for that. He picks, well, barring 18, he picks <laughs> really moving pictures. Yes. Like Guardians. I guess that was just the fun one. <laughs> what? Oh, never mind. That, he's not, you, you don't see him. It's just his voice. I don't, it's a different. Voice acting is different from acting acting. Is it? So it's... We had this. Then we had this argument on the road after seeing Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're you're I, saying yes, I know I I take back what I said. I'm, I'm, I'm okay. You're the one that was expressing your love yes. of Andy Serkis. Yes, I know. I and is he I, not I, the same <laughs> thing as wrong? I'm no, sorry. no, no. Andy Serkis is motion acting. Oh. This is voice acting. I, 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 I'm taking it back. Oh, you can't unring a bell. Dude, you cannot unring a bell. You cannot. You cannot. You cannot. You cannot double stamp a triple stamp. You cannot. <laughs> I triple dog Jimmy to let me take it back. Ooh. Ooh. Triple dog Jimmy. You really fight words. 
Okay, well, different movies did we just <laughs> Simon Kinberg has been discussing what we can expect from X-Men Apocalypse. Um, Green screen magic. Which he describes as the completion of an arc for the first class characters. I still don't get that. They're the young ones. They're the ones that should be pushing this forward. You're not going back to Ian and Patrick. No. So, WTF here, Simon. I will say it's definitely the close of a trilogy for those first class characters. No, this is like number eight. Shut up. <laughs> uh, which isn't to say we won't see them in the future movies. Hopefully we will, but it's a completion for an arc for them. I think that the friendship between Eric and Charles, which has always been so integral to the franchise, is something we're continuing to explore and hopefully deepen with Apocalypse. Friendship is... Well, they did when they first were together, especially if you go back into comic lore. Yeah, it was adversarial. Not at first. No, no, but not... Okay, it was competitive. Not no, adversarial. No, it, was competitive. it was competitive. Okay, I guess I should reference. Are we talking comic or movie? Movie. Movie? Yes. Yeah. Mm, yeah, okay. Because in the movie, it never describes how they meet or anything. They're just... They just, boom, all the, they're they're together. Yeah. Okay. See, if you go back into the comic lore, they spent a lot of time together. They did. Right? They, they did. were friends. Yeah. So... Um, I think that's what they're actually going to try and tap back into. But it's it'd be interesting to see exactly when it turns adversarial, or sorry, competitive, and then when it actually hits adversarial. Yeah. Well, which, yeah, I think you got a flash of it on um, uh, that at a first class. Exactly, right so, on the beach. Yeah, on the beach. Yeah. That's I think that was the spark of the adversarial part of it. And I don't get it. I think Charles is holding a grudge. You make a guy paralyzed, and suddenly he freaks out. Okay. What? I know. Uh, <laughs> and the relationship between Beast and Mystique is really interesting one that we didn't have a lot of time to explore in Days of Future Past, so we'll have an opportunity to do more of that in Apocalypse. There was a previous article that said that they're going to focus on a lot. But there's no... in the You look at the comic book, there's no past history. No. no. But when you're, you're looking at the movie, they're, they're, they're ramming that square peg in the round hole to try and make... A storyline where there wasn't organically one to begin with. No, but they have created. Like, I just read the next line of this, and they have created it with the story they've put together. Uh, because it says, speaking of Mystique, Kinsberg goes on to suggest that she will be pivotal to the completion of this arc. Part of what's really interesting about Mystique's character is that she is, in some ways, the child of both Eric and Charles. And she is. Absolutely. But where does her connection with the Beast come in? Well, I think that's because he is, of the bunch of them... The only one that is alienated as much as she is because of appearance. Yep. And there was, they, they oh. had a bond in first class. There was a bond. More so on his part. He's more. Um, because he, she was a hot chick. Her, yeah. But she she reciprocated, but not in the same love. More like a brotherly thing. <sighs> a romantic thing. So that's kind of where I, that's what they're building. Uh, I'm hoping they go that way. In Hollywood, they might turn it into a love story. I'm, okay, I, I just want to know where they're uh, they're going to shoehorn the uh, Nightcrawler. Yeah, um, I know he was in the 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 previous, not first class, but yeah. where does he fit in? Because because as uh, or uh, Azael, yep, that was Nightcrawler. That was his father. Yeah, that's what we assume. But he wasn't in Days of Future Past. No, no, no. That, in the comic book, that's not an assumption. That is his father. Right. Nightcrawler, Mystique, uh, or sorry, Azil and Mystique, 
were got it on. Yeah. Where was he in Days of Future Past? It's never mentioned. Right. Yeah. So that there's he's well, back didn't to the picture at some point. It, he got killed at the end of uh, First Class, didn't he? That's why he wasn't in Days of Future Past. How did he get killed? I'm, maybe I I'm just. I thought he. I thought he was it's killed. Been a while since I saw First Class. Okay. Next week, that'll be one of my movies I'm watching. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 <laughs> I'm fairly certain he was killed at during the, right. the battle. And you know what? Saying that, it's jogging some memories, but I can't remember how if he did. Yeah. So I'm going to watch it again. We'll find out. Yeah. Uh, Jeff Daniels is joining The Martian. The Martian? By Ridley Scott. This is the one Ooh. he's directing before he takes on Blade Runner 2. <laughs> yes. Uh, looks to swell its growing ensemble, like Ridley Scott's The Martian, looks to set its swell its growing ensemble with a host of new cast members and Jeff Daniels, reportedly closest name to signing on the dotted line. The film will tell the story of Damon's attempts to survive. Oh, wait a second. I missed a line. Here we go. According to the, the stars currently in talks to appear alongside Matt Damon in the film, which will focus on an astronaut stranded on a Martian colony. The film will tell the story of Damon's attempts, I guess Matt Damon, yep. to survive in such hostile conditions while back on Earth, his colleagues set about attempting to mount a rescue mission. Okay, this is interstellar. This is the, the remember how they, you have your your asteroid movies coming out? At yeah, the Robin Hood. You've got, you've got an interstellar, which looks amazing. And then this. I have a bone to pick about that interstellar. Saw a trailer on TV, and it actually showed a bunch of astronaut space stuff. Where was that crap in the first trailer we watched that looked boring as hell? Okay, it evolves. They waited too long. Uh, no, they... How did, how well, did no, they okay, wait? Maybe not waited too long, but I had none of that in that first trailer. So watching that first trailer, it looked boring. Okay, so you're going to base the... Uh, you, you're going to a movie on one trailer no, alone. No, but... It, but I that's, that's the argument. You're just, for it. Okay, you never heard of the slow burn before? I just, for that kind of movie? You don't no, man. Me. Okay, you, you've got the star power in that one. You don't give everything away in the first kick of the cat. Now, the, the trailer that they played in front of Dracula Untold was phenomenal. Had all the space stuff? Yeah. That's probably the one that we're seeing on TV. Then. No, I think... Well, this was a two-and-a-half-minute trailer. Yeah, this okay. was... Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, it wouldn't be that. But. That has got me excited for Interstellar. I am a lot more hyped about it. You're right. That first trailer was... Sorry, Chris. No. Feel the Dreams for... It was uh, horrible. Exactly. Feel the Dreams. That's yeah. what always comes to mind when I... That first trailer. Yeah. It was horrible. Okay. It, but... Has, okay. We've never seen... A, a first trailer bomb out, and they've come back with a second trailer going, oh, oops, we, we made a mistake. But you can't just go, oh, I'm never going to go see that one based on this one trailer. And everybody goes, this is the greatest thing since sliced bread. And I'm not going to go see it because I didn't like the first trailer. <laughs> they buried the lead. I don't know of any movie that has only one trailer. They never do. You know, Look at Guardians of the Galaxy. How many trailers do they put out? You could almost, you know, cut and assemble the entire movie from all the trailers they had. November 9th. I'm pretty sure that's the date. I want to see it. Okay. Oh, did you, did they have the seventh Sun trailer when you went to go? What did you think of that? I might have to check that out. That looks like it's going to be fun. It's got Jeff Bridges in it again, of course. Basically, it's his character from R.I.P.D., in a good movie. Yeah. <laughs> but it was um, set in medieval times. He's the seventh son of the seventh son. He's now, the protector. Yeah. Everything, yep. everything goes completely uh, sideways. And 
Is it so action comedy? No. No, no, no. This is a uh, a medieval action adventure, sword and sorcery. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Ben Affleck says Batman v Superman will not be another Daredevil. Oh, I hope. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this is a quote from Ben. I thought it would be nice to make one of these movies really, really good. <laughs> hey, Ben, we appreciate that sentiment. <laughs> Indeed, I have regrets about Daredevil, says a fleck. I have regrets about all the movies that I don't think were executed properly. Look, if I thought they were remaking Daredevil, I'd be out picketing myself. Jersey Girl? Uh, I'm on our... Oh, Gilly. I like Jersey Girl. Great. Geely. Yep. This just pipes in over I there. Know. Okay. Um, I'm hard on myself, he continues. And I have exacting standards, and I want to do excellent work, and I don't always succeed. But I think you have to start out with that drive. And while he may have been burned by the comic book experience in the past, Affleck is convinced that this time he is surrounded by the right men for the job. Uh, I would think he's got the budget for Batman v Superman that would, what, make daredevil 10 times over yep so okay (laughs) dare or sorry daredevil uh deadpool will be part of a wider x-men universe that's a no-brainer he's in x-men origins wolverine Mm -hmm. that's a no-brainer there yeah should not even be news that's common knowledge can I finish? No. <laughs> We've said enough. Despite the recent announcement that a Deadpool solo movie is finally on its way, it has remained unclear just how the character will fit into Fox's wider X-Men universe, or indeed if there'll be any crossover at all. However, he's, it's easy. He's the assassin. Yeah. Um, however, Simon Kinsberg has now confirmed that the character will exist within the same universe with a wider plan in place for the development of the franchise. There's definitely a sort of overall plan that we've been talking about for the X-Men universe now, says Kinsberg, and Deadpool obviously fits into that. So, yeah, I guess I would say it's part of an overall timeline and thought process goes into those films. Some of that is inspired by the comics, and some of that is inspired by seeing what Marvel's done with telling a larger tapestry and linking all those movies together, even as they stand independently as well. The same kind of thought is going into these next X-Men movies at Fox. So they're going to try... Uh, do the Disney universe. Exactly. They, okay, you have enough ex-mutant titles to do something like that on the Fox end of things. Yeah. Um, Sony's yeah. screwed. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Spidey. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Sorry. That's all they need, though. Well, you, okay, you do, you'd have Spidey. enough of, like, Spider-Man does have enough of a rogues gallery. Like, you've got... Venom and Carnage. Oh, yeah. You can do that stuff. Um, pulling the Sinister Six, that's really, really starting to push the envelope with that. Now, I think they talked about having a black cat um, solo as well. But even that, I don't think, is deep enough. But see, if you look at Sony, their movies are about Spider-Man's villains. Because there's going to be a Carnage one. There's going to be a Venom one. There's going to be a Sinister Six one. There's no other hero movies. The Avengers, you've got Iron Man, you've got a Thor movie, you've got a Captain America movie, you know? Now we're rooting for the bad guy on Sony. Well, look, that's, but that's Spider-Man. Yeah. So that, that, that's always been Spider-Man. He's, mm-hmm. like, he's the ultimate underdog. So he's going to have larger villains. And then it, like, it, it makes sense that way. But... Uh, I'm curious to see where they go with Deadpool, like how they make him an independent, as well as in the X Men universe. They can. There's enough 
Deadpool stories, you you would have to revamp his origin. Yeah, from like that Wolverine Wolverine Origins. Thank origin. God that never happened. Now I guess not. Yes, that's right. That's exactly it. Because well, we did have that that uh, was it the the Ryan Reynolds clip. Yep. That uh, was sweet. That was it. <laughs> it, uh, we did talk about where that clip came from. It was the fight from uh, the Raid Two. Yeah, yeah. And but I think they can do it. And as much as I've maligned Ryan Reynolds for what he did to Deadpool at the start, I want to see where they ha- I, I they have to fix it. To make it go forward. And see, you have to remember, you can't blame him for their story. No, no. I understand, but, you know, my, my, it's me killing the messenger. Exactly. So oh, I hear you. And everyone goes, well, you can't kill a messenger. Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Did it. Yep. Yep. I'm going to predict, though, Deadpool is going to be its own standalone movie, but it's at the end, like the bonus scene in the credits, he gets a new contract. And- oh, crap. Oh, oh. I haven't done that all show. I just had to do it one more time. <laughs> <laughs> so he wasn't going to give it. Oh, that was very hurtful. <laughs> but I predict the bonus scene is him and he gets a new contract and there's Logan's face. That's my prediction for the end of, De- of Deadpool. Yeah, but I, isn't Jackman done with his Wolverine no. run? Jackman's done when Jackman's dead. He said he was, and then he said he wasn't. And he said he's always open as long as they have good story ideas. Yeah. So. He, he, until okay, they stop no. writing the checks. That 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 <laughs> is undoubtedly true. But the man himself is getting older. Oh yeah, and like I said, with Deadpool, you can you can CGI Deadpool. They proved that they can CGI Deadpool, and then you voice over and you bring in Ryan Reynolds just to do. Ryan non-cost. Reynolds can do that character till he's eighty. Exactly. Jackman, on the other hand, you he he has a finite shelf life. Yeah, and that physique will not stay like no. That, so I said, no matter no matter how hard he works out, no matter how many steroids he takes. Oh wait a minute! Oops, oh, dude, is that the curtain getting pulled back? We are <laughs> so getting sued. Um, oh look, here comes the, the subpoena now. That's yeah. <laughs> yeah. allegedly. I get out of the. But it, Wolverine Jackman, because he does not wear the costume, has a shelf life. And his yeah. body can only take so much. I still think that's that's my prediction for what's going to happen. Well, who knows? Well, okay, let's, they're let's, not going to. So they're going to have the crossover. Who knows? <laughs> they got tons of story ideas yeah. to pull from. It's going to be one of the other X characters. So you can do X twenty three then. Yeah, Ooh, go after yeah. his daughter. Yeah, or you know, maybe maybe it's just Xavier's head. Or maybe we can uh, not have the oh, shitty. He's not bin. using his legs. We can have oh, <laughs> maybe we can not have a shitty uh, Vinny Vinny Jones uh, juggernaut. Ah, yes, there we go. Deadpool against juggernaut. Let's do it. Make a fan film. <laughs> well, well, okay. They introduced um, uh, Bishop. Mm-hmm. Yep. So that opens the door for Cable. Yep. So you can do the the Cable Deadpool. Uh, that is one X character I want to see on the screen. I'm really anxious to see what they do with that character. There, there's never been a single sentence uttered about Cable. Oh, and that's what worries me. We got Apocalypse coming. We can't have Apocalypse without Cable in there somewhere. Sure you can. 
Huge story arc and X Factor. I oh, read the whole yeah. thing. Yep. I'm, Original X Men, too. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Michael B. Jordan says the Fantastic Four costumes are going to be very different. It's a new look, says Jordan. We are all in containment suits. We are all in containment suits. The costume process definitely took some time to get in and out of that thing, especially since I was bulking up. Who says that? Oh, Jordan. Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan? Wait a second. Jordan. Oh, okay. Uh, Let me see. It's not the first time Jordan has stressed the different nature of the project, having previously suggested that it won't follow the template of your average superhero movie. What I kind of think sets us apart is that this is going to be grounded and unconventional. No! We aren't looking at this like superheroes. We're more or less a bunch of kids that had an accident, and we have disabilities now that we have to cope with and try (sighs) to to find a life afterwards. Disabilities. That's what they're calling it. That's what he called it. No, okay. I'm telling you, the more they talk about this movie, the more I don't want to <clears throat> see it. Okay. Until I see a trailer that's, you know, then we, we can base the opinion on that. The more they talk, I just, the more I don't care. Okay. okay. Screw Fantastic Four. Let's talk about the Avengers. Marvel planning to drop key characters for Avengers 3. Why is Thor and Captain America? Cap, <laughs> Thor, and Black Widow could be benched. Marvel has been known to take the odd risk from time to time, which might go some way towards explaining the latest rumor that the studio is planning to drop some of the most popular characters from Avengers 3. Many of Marvel's key players are on the brink of running down their contracts, so their studio is planning to keep them in the fold for longer by having them sit out the third Avengers movie. Wow. So that they can pull them in for the Infinity. For example, Chris Evans only has two movies left on his current deal, with one of these certainly to be Captain America 3. Rather than renegotiating a costly extension, Marvel could be thinking of using him sparingly as the Avengers saga progresses. But they're going to be, they're going to want to be in the Infinity Gauntlet no matter what. Now, that puts the ball in Disney's court with that kind of uh, bargaining chip. Uh, But see, who holds the leverage there? Does does Disney? Disney does. Mm. I think the actors do. Because they are now that character. You get that far well, into this saga, yeah, and yeah. all of a sudden you have to accept a new Captain America and a new Thor? No. That people people would be dead set against that. One of the big names who is sure to return is Robert Downey Jr. with his contract stipulating that his next film be Avengers 3. However, the report suggests that he may well be the perfect character to share the load with some secondary players. With Doctor Strange and Ant-Man about to be introduced to the Marvel Universe, the Avengers lineup isn't necessarily set in stone, and it's not as though the studio doesn't have plenty more to draw upon. Yeah, you got to remember, the Avengers had a huge lineup. Mm-hmm. Oh, and it was always changing. And it, yeah, Spidey again, was, was an Avenger yeah, at one point. Well, they've already hinted that at Avengers 2, that basically Cap starts a second team. That's, yeah. That was mentioned in an article. So we're gonna we're gonna see a huge lineup change just in Avengers two. Well, Kristen Stewart's actually in a movie coming up called Camp X Ray. Uh, Documents the complex relationship established between Stewart and one of the Guantanamo detainees. No thanks. Which develops into something of a friendship, albeit an unconventional okay. one. The one movie Kristen Stewart that had me interested in was uh, the Runaways documentary. Yes, yes that was good. Only, yeah, when she when she played Joan Jett, so yeah, I heard she was good in that. Oh, phenomenal! Hmm, Camp X-ray. Um, hey, there's a happy opening. You got to remember, some of these dudes have been locked up in here for eight years. 
They've been in here before some of you were even in high school. They will test you and they will best you. to them as detainees, you will not call them prisoners. Detainees. Why can't we call them prisoners? Prisoners are subject to the Geneva Convention. Detainees are not. Welcome to Get Low. No one is going nowhere here. At least I am not. Some of you might think you're here to prevent them from leaving. You're not. You are here to prevent them from dying. I like you. I do. But you never understand this. Nah. What is the reason that you came here? I wanted to do something important. I don't know. Nah. nah. Not interested. I think that might be a DVD movie for me. Yeah. If that. 121, boys. Yeah. yeah. Seven-part Dead Dread miniseries is on the way. Yes. Ever wow. since Dread hit our screens back in 12, fans have been crying out for a sequel. Mm-hmm. With yep. Carl Urban reportedly banging the drum for a potential return as the titular oh. law enforcer. He was good in that role. Yes, it was. And and remember, we were talking about movie stars hate wearing helmets or masks to cover up the face. He left his helmet on the entire yep. time because dread is that uniform. Yep. Not the guy in exactly. the uniform. Yes. I'm glad they did that with him. Yeah. I'm just glad Urban was savvy enough, I guess, to understand that and uh, to to keep it that way. Okay. Yeah. Well, Fox is planning a live-action X-Men TV show. This wow. is another rumor flying around. According to reports, Fox is currently in deep development on a new live-action series with network interest reportedly gathering pace. Well, of course the networks would be interested. Oh, yeah. If true, the move would see Fox follow in the footsteps of Marvel, whose agreement with Netflix will see a whole host of exclusive series arrive on the channel over the coming years. It would also seem to fit with the comments made by Simon Kinsberg earlier this week in which he made reference to a wider plan for an expanded X-Men universe. With the forthcoming Deadpool spinoff set to feature as part of a wider X-Men playing field, any new TV show could also figure as another cog in the machine. I'm, I'm okay with that. They have, like I said, we have enough X characters to do something like that. And and if they do do that, and if they do introduce a new Wolverine, that maybe, maybe, because if Wolverine's on your screen once a week for 22 weeks, it might be enough to erase the Jackman. 
Yeah, especially possible. if they do that and then throw him in the movie. Exactly. <clears throat> that could work. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. confirms Iron Man 4 is in the works. Nice. I heard otherwise, so I... You heard well, okay. He keeps saying yes and then no, and then he said yes, but in such a joking way that you couldn't take him serious. Okay, I, Kurt Sutter is the same way when he's talking about his stuff, so you just can't. Yeah, exactly. I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah. I'm not getting excited for it at this point. Oh, I, 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 I want to see it, yes. Yeah. Okay, but well, who I'm did? not holding my breath for it. Just, I don't know. Because, yeah, uh, he went on, if I, you know, continued... He went on to uh, Letterman <laughs> later on that same evening and said, no, he's not involved in the project. Uh, when posed the question by the host, Downey not only said that there was no script in place, but also that he had no intention of donning the suit for a fourth solo film. Just between us, no, said the star when asked whether he would be returning, but I'm going to do other stuff with Marvel. I'm still going to be involved with Marvel, and there's going to be plenty of fun stuff. So probably Avengers stuff. Well, you can do Avengers stuff. If you want to do an Iron Man movie, maybe you can do like when Rhodey takes over. Yeah. Standalone. Oh, do you know what you do? You do the Demon in the Bottle storyline. Oh. Just bring up Don Cheadle. (laughs) Yeah. Rhodey. Okay, I got to pull this up here. Joel Schumacher responds to Batman and Robin criticism. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this is late in coming. Surprised by reaction to Batsuit nipples. Uh, Joel Schumacher has been discussing his time at the helm of the Batman franchise, well, that movie, <laughs> and has responded to some of the criticism. Schumacher says particularly bemused by the reaction of his version of the Batsuit, which infamously introduced nipple detailing to the Dark Knight's famous body armor. I was like, are you kidding me, says Schumacher, of the response to the suit. I think that will be on my gravestone. It's how I'll be remembered. Yeah. And as, bat nipples Schumacher. Yeah. <laughs> and as for the suggestion that his take on the franchise was too cartoonish, Schumacher asserts that this is the only way to follow Tim Burton's approach with the first two films. I was never able to go into darkness, he says, because of Batman Returns. Families had objected that it was too adult, which is no criticism of Tim Burton. Uh, when they offered it to me, I went to Tim and said, this is your franchise, and they want me to do it. I won't do it if you don't want me to. He said, take it, please. I can't do another one. Well, he didn't, Burton never wanted it in the first place. No, he just wanted one. Yeah. You know, just to do the one. And even when he did the one, he he didn't want Batman. He wanted Bruce Wayne. That's why we had to wait almost a half hour into Batman to uh, finally see Batman in the suit. Oh, here we go. We probably got to wrap it up, right? Yes. Marvel and Sony working on a deal to bring Spider-Man into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Tradesies. Mm-hmm. Marvel doesn't... checks are passing hand. Oh, yes. Marvel doesn't tend to work very closely with the studios that have managed to get hold of its key characters, but that could be about to change if a deal can be struck with Sony to bring Spider-Man into the MCU. Oh, I like how they did that. Nice. According, uh, there are rumblings of tentative negotiations between the two parties as Sony attempts to work out just how to get the best out of an ailing franchise. The report claims that there are some very cool plans afoot regarding the character with a new direction for the franchise set to open up some connections in the on-screen Marvel Universe that would blow fandom's minds. Spidey in Avengers. Could happen. Needless to say, any such deal would be very tricky. Secret Wars. Oh, that would be so cool. 
they were already kind of hinting in that direction yeah. with, uh, with what's happened with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and whatnot. So. Oh, yeah. Secret Wars. All right, let's wrap it up, boys. One last thing. Uh-huh. David Batista has been cast in Bond 24. I heard that. I hope he's not dressed as Drax. <laughs> <laughs> The new Jaws. That would be awkward. And Wonder oh. Woman's origin story in Batman versus Superman. Ah. Which is why she's in the Xena. Yeah. <laughs> because she is Amazonian. Anyways. Okay. Yeah, that's so Xena. Did you see that the hoax that floated around the last couple of days? Although, and I'm not just staring at her boobs here. <laughs> There's that eagle. So yeah. it is there. You just can't really see it. But that's well, not I get distracted. Wonder Woman. You said Wonder Woman, star spangly and bright. Yes. Did you see, see the hopes I can kind of couple days? I can kind of see where they're going though, because this is before she even gets to America. So why would she wear red, white, and blue? Okay. Why would she be wearing that anyways? Like I said, if she's still on theme mascara, she'd be wearing a toga. Toga. Because this looks hotter than a toga. Hotter than a toga. Mm. You might want to take a step back and reassess that I think statement. I need to see her in a toga. And then yeah, I can't there. make a decision until I have both in front of me. <laughs> and then, of course, I'll need the nude in the middle just to balance yeah. off. <laughs> you got to see her, watch her change from one yeah. outfit what, to the What other. hoax are we talking about here? Um, the poster of the Tim Burton Mary Poppins remake starring Kate Blanchett. <laughs> no, I haven't seen that. I saw that poster. I'm like, oh my god, please no! It's a hoax. Oh, wow. it's a hoax. Bummer. I would uh, so watch that. Would be so awesome. They took the body of an image of um, Jenna Coleman, who's the current uh, companion on Doctor Who. Yeah, it's an image from her, and they put Kate Blanchett's head on it. And they just put this <laughs> weird background picture of some umbrellas falling, and yeah, it, but it's a complete hoax. Because I'm sorry, you can't Mary Poppins. You can't touch it. Oh no, you can't touch it. No, so there's the Tim, Burton Tim Burton can do anything. <laughs> <laughs> he did Alice in Wonderland. He can do anything. Alrighty, so well, let's my. wrap up this thing. All right, so we had another fun-filled week at the movie madhouse. Yes, and oh, oh. Uh, CK cosplay. Ah, uh, yeah, we are starting to get a page up for uh, what do they call that? Crowdfunding. Crowdfunding. Crowdfunding, yeah. Because we're working to bring some big names to the Is that the, the, the GoFundMe page? Yes. yes. Okay. Don't share it yet. I'm still working on it. I only put it in the group for us to look at. And she says on the microphone. Yeah. Okay, so like <laughs> you're still working on it and it hasn't gone public yet? Not yet. Not okay. yet. Okay. All right. Again, yeah. being allowed to continue. Good God, you and Jason. I'm telling you. <laughs> oh, directors. Mm-hmm. You can't trust them. No. They just cut off everything. <laughs> it's in the works because we are trying to bring some names to Chatham Kent for this event so we can see them. What's your problem? Don't look at my ad. <laughs> it's pretty. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, keep up uh we'll we'll definitely keep people posted because there's a big name that we're looking at, so it's awesome. <laughs> Idris Alba? Yeah, I wish. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. What? Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> it works, doesn't it? Yeah. All righty. Oh, for another week. Of the <laughs> no, I, I, she was yelling at you to Whatever. push that other stuff. But anyways, for uh, another week of the movie Madhouse, this has been Mike. Jason. And Rob. Oh, that's not, just feels weird. Feels weird, doesn't yeah, it? Doesn't. Yeah. Anyways, we'll, uh, we'll talk to everybody next week. That was 
the right way to do it, though. Not like yeah, but we're used to hearing you over here. Oh, oh, it's a lefty or radio thing. Okay, yeah, so a lefty. Okay, bye, bye, bye. Get out there!